Crypto curious, keep an open mind, enjoy the conversation, and stay cryptocurrent. Now, here's your host, Richard Carthon. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew, did you know that we have a YouTube channel? If watching interviews is more your style, then please go to our YouTube channel. If you go to our website or go to our show notes or go to YouTube and type in Cryptocurrent, you should be able to find us and find all of the incredible interviews that we've had with our guests. We are also beginning to record future podcasts so that you can go and watch at your own leisure. And now for today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cryptocurrent. Your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I got a special guest all the way out in Los Angeles. We got Brad with Equify. How are you doing today? Hey, Richard, I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Of course, man. Well, thank you for spending some time with us. Excited to learn more about what you got going on with Equify. But first, we got to learn more about you. Can you give us some background about yourself? Absolutely. I've been a tech entrepreneur for the most of my life, as far as I can remember. I started programming at an early age and and the love affair never ended. I like building stuff, software, hardware continued uh, down that path. Although as far as my training and trade goes, I'm an economist and uh, a financier banker. So technology is just passion. And and to be honest with you, I never look back. Yeah, man, it's, it's a fun space to be in. Similar background with some finance, but also fell in love with tech. But you know, what was that first introduction to the crypto blockchain space? How, like, what did you first learn about it? Um, so my introduction to cryptography was early on because I um, liked working on other people's software and deciphering it and figuring out how they built it and what they did with it. So that predates blockchain. The blockchain component, the element, I got introduced to Bitcoin late 2009. A friend of mine sent me um, a couple of files to compile and said, Brad, compile these. You're going to have a great time. So Immediately, I thought he's either trying to take control of my computer and this is a prank or this is something cool. So I boot up a computer I wasn't using, compiled them, dropped them on there. And it turned out that it was a Bitcoin miner, a, a full Bitcoin node and a Bitcoin wallet. And that started the journey with Bitcoin. And I was fascinated because I'm probably one of the outliers there who didn't read the Bitcoin white paper, didn't know anything about it, and just got the files dropped on him as a, like, hey, check this out kind of invitation. And I did check it out, which turned into mining Bitcoin in the early days, then trying to launch businesses unsuccessfully at that stage because there wasn't a lot of interest or I wasn't maybe in the right circles. But started there, then got very excited about Litecoin. Of course, when you can do something faster, cheaper, it's always exciting. Right. Followed that journey. I have friends who built the master coin. So that was really exciting, really brilliant minds involved with it. And then after uh, bumping into Vitalik in Miami in 2014 at an event that my friend was launching, 
I participated in the original sale of Ethereum. Wow. And, and that solidified my excitement around blockchain and crypto because now I could build stuff. I could program things. Mind you, you can program Bitcoin blockchain too. There are some scripts you can run and things like that, but it's highly impractical. So, you know, that was the beginning of the journey. I started Beyond Enterprises, which is our consulting incubation company in 2012. That turned into full-on blockchain and, and crypto in the later years. And I just narrowed my focus from interest in all sorts of technology to slowly just consider how can blockchain impact different industries, different technologies. You know, here we are. Yeah, man, that's an impressive background. The fact that you got in Bitcoin in 2009, it was dropped on you and you were mining it from the beginning and, you know, finding ways. It's cool that you were also at an event where you got to meet Vitalik, be one of the first buyers of Ethereum and then see the, the use case of like, oh, wow, this is something that I can use and build and grow from and, and kind of just keep expanding from that moment. I want to come back and spend some time on this a little bit later, but first I want to keep pushing forward. So you talked in 2012, you started your consulting company and that kind of propelled you to where we are potentially present day. So bring us to present day Ekify. So what is it? How did you come up with it? And, and what's presently going on? Absolutely. So fast forward to today, I'm on my 15th business. Ekify is number 15 and hopefully the biggest and the best thing that I'll ever work on. But the idea of Ekify kind of slowly formed when I met my business partner, Jason Blick. Jason and I met after he launched his second bank, Ekibank. He sold his first bank for $1.3 billion. Wow. Uh, he was building Ekibank. We met and we really got along well. It was that friendship at the beginning without any, you know, necessarily business conversation. Of course, with Ekibank, I found also a bank that supports the ecosystem, very crypto friendly, highly welcoming to the types of activities crypto needs. So it was, of course, professional, but the friendship component also grew. And we kept talking about building stuff together and doing stuff together just because we had this really good, positive rapport. And eventually last year, with the explosion of DeFi and incredible value creation in the space, we started looking at ways where we can contribute to that, not right. just as consumers, as investors, but more as what can we contribute into the space. And we tried to see what are the problems that people are experiencing. So on the DeFi side, it was mostly not being able to access the value people create with these DeFi projects. I mean, I met several people who created millions of dollars worth of value with their projects, with their investments, with their products, and they couldn't access any of it in their daily lives, which to me felt unfair and problematic because if you create tens of millions of dollars worth of value as a farmer, you're able to access it. You know, you can buy, go and buy a new home. You can buy a new tractor. You look at DeFi and it's uh, very difficult to make that journey from a liquidity pool where you have an LP token to the native token to Ethereum or whatever the blockchain token is, then to 
convert it to fiat and then get that fiat into your bank account, you need to jump through at least three, if not four or five hoops, and mm -hmm. it can break down at any stage. So that was a problem. And we thought, okay, we're not going to change the existing banking system. So what we can do is we can build our own version of it and try to address this issue. And so that was how do we serve the DeFi community aspect of it. On the banking side, Jason was also seeing a lot of accounts start earning negative interest rates. So it was a big problem on the traditional digital banking side where people created incredible value and savings for themselves, started seeing those erode. And again, we thought this is not fair that someone deposits a million euros into an account with the expectation that they're gonna have a million euros. And at the end of the year, they get a statement saying, now you have 980,000 euros. And they're like, well, what happened? I didn't touch my money. It's a savings account. And it's like, well, it's negative interest rates plus fees. And a lot of people think of banking fees as, oh, banks making money, but it's a very complex system and there are hard costs associated with providing banking services. So they may not even be just bank profits. They may be, hey, just to maintain that account, you have to spend that money. So those two problems come together was the genesis of Equify. We thought, okay, if we can bring the DeFi returns to these people here who've never owned a wallet, never owned crypto, but they have savings, they have value that they created that they want to preserve, if not increase, and bring access to banking at levels that don't exist right now to our DeFi communities and marry the two, we thought we'd be killing two birds with one stone and uh, making life much better for both communities that are not necessarily connected right now. Right. Hence the idea of this gateway to bring new capital into the DeFi space, Equify was born. Today's podcast is brought to you by Tantra Labs, where you can earn 12% in Bitcoin and Ethereum yearly. Tantra Labs is a team of researchers, engineers, and data scientists, economists, and optimists whose primary focus is in Bitcoin, which they believe will usher in a more prosperous future built on sound money. They offer real-time loan tracking, fast automated onboarding, 100% payment history, and multi-sig storage. And again, you will get 12% APY on the crypto that you loan. Tantra Labs is taking on international clients as well as clients in the U.S. except for the state of New York. For more information, please go to tantralabs.io. Again, that's tantralabs.io. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. If you want more ways to engage with us outside of the show, come and join us over on Clubhouse, the new app on iOS and coming soon to Android. On Clubhouse, we're bringing you brand new content every single week in a very fun and engaging way so that you can have conversations with us live. That's right live. Talk to us, some great special guests, and you can join Richard and I every single week for a brand new conversation during our show, Let's Talk Crypto at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can find me at my handle, at Stephen Miller. That's Stephen with a V, Miller. And Richard, what's your handle? R Carthon, C-A-R-T-H-O-N. And starting next week, you can also find us by joining our group. That's right. Search us at CryptoCurrent on Clubhouse, and you'll find our group. Join up because every single week, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, we'll have a brand new session for you.
that is extremely powerful. So to just walk back a little bit of it to make sure I didn't miss anything. So Equify's side of it was on the decentralized finance piece of it, understanding how do we get more liquidity? So people are creating a ton of value, but then to try to get that liquidity out of the amazing thing with all this value, very difficult, challenging, a lot of steps. A lot of newbies would have no idea how to get it. And then from the other side of it, people who have locked up some wealth who are getting hit with negative interest fees. So you put in a million, you lost 20 grand. Essentially, you're like, well, how did this happen? Now you're basically providing a tool so that when they put in their million, now not only are they going to keep that, they're also going to have an opportunity to make interest, make money on top of it, while still being able to provide the liquidity to the people from the DeFi side. So it's like the perfect merger of need with both sides being able to benefit. Well said, well said. I mean, we thought if we can provide three, four, 5% return on the traditional digital banking side of things, that'll be a game changer for those account holders. And that, that will actually excite them to look into what DeFi is doing and maybe want to participate. Again, the whole purpose here is to create a gateway. You know, we don't want them to just stop at what uh, our products are or our platform is. We want them to get comfortable and excited and then go explore other projects, other protocols, other platforms in the space. And we want to enable them to do that. Again, we want it to have the smoothest, less frictionless user experience from one side to the other and vice versa so that they can experience it and they don't have to be really tech savvy. They don't have to understand different blockchains. They can just look at different products that are being offered on the platform, you know, point and click and get a taste of it. And if they yeah. want to dive deeper, here you go. Here's, here's how you do it. And that's incredible, man. Like it's, it's literally taking the traditional side of things, but then still giving them that taste of crypto, but done in such a simplified way that you still don't necessarily have to know what's going on. When you talk about true adoption, you don't necessarily know how all the bells and whistles in your laptop work right now. You just know that if you press this button, it brings me to Zoom. Now me and you can talk right now. But the same way in traditional finance, when you were to go to a bank and you're trying to say like, hey, I have this much money, I'm trying to get this kind of return. How do you help me? First of all, to get that kind of access was pretty limited to certain amounts of people. But now with the thing like Equify a Bank, you're opening up to a, a larger audience, giving a lot more access, but then still giving them the tools to be able to get the returns that they would ultimately not be able to get in the traditional finance realm. So I think that is extremely cool. And something else that you mentioned that I want to spend a little bit of time on, and we actually talked about this before coming on the show, the idea that you're welcoming people to go and explore other options as well in the sense of understanding from a DeFi standpoint, other ways that they can make their money work for them. And you're saying this, it's not so much as a competition, as a means to giving people a way to keep empowering themselves to grow their wealth. Can you kind of speak to that a little bit? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a, that's a really important point. We believe that rising tides benefit everyone. So our goal with Equify is to be the gateway to DeFi for non-crypto people, non-technical people. And on the flip side, be the gateway to daily access to the value created on the DeFi side. So when we look at other successful projects in the space, we see them as partners. We see them as opportunities to collaborate and make our 
platform our products more robust because we're not here to you know compete or take market share from anyone else who's already in the DeFi. That's great if if you have a tech savvy user base and they're using the product. God bless. I mean, there are wonderful projects out there and we support them 100%. What we want to do is we want to take the non-tech savvy people, the people who are not comfortable putting large amounts of money in no-name projects where you don't know the founders, you don't know where it's based out of, there's no regulation around it, yet it has hundreds of millions of dollars under on the platform in value lock. They have a place and I'm not criticizing them. I'm just saying that's not for everyone. So right. what we're trying to do is we want to bring the people who value the licensed and regulated aspect of a bank. You know, they go to the bank and they feel safe and secure. Hence, Equify being powered by Equibank allows us to instill that confidence give them a starting point and then slowly bring them into a project where all the founders are well known. The project is very transparent. We show people where is the headquarters, where are we licensed, what jurisdictions, you know, reporting to. And as a result, it brings a new wave of investors, new wave of users into the DeFi space. One, because we're eliminating the technical complexity and uh, know-how requirement. And two, we're instilling a little more confidence than, okay, this is programmatic and it's going to work. I mean, I believe in programmatic, you know, DAOs and approaches to things. So for me, it's, it's really simple to say, okay, if I lock a million dollars of value in this contract and if it's audited and I know what it does, I'm comfortable with it. That's not 90% of the population who want to invest. They, they're not comfortable. So we're trying to educate and comfort people into understanding that they don't have to just rely on traditional banking, just rely on negative interest-bearing traditional products, but they can use these new products, brand new products that have come to the market in the past two years and have a positive return on their savings. Yeah, man. And, and you know, this is a very unique spot that you're in because you're getting to take the DeFi, the new age form of decentralized currency and, and opportunity, but then combining it with an actual bank. And, and to have that kind of support, like I think that's going to probably move some people to feel a little bit more comfortable and confident with being able to go on a quote unquote riskier bet, which is a decentralized finance. But when you really think about DeFi and merging it with traditional finance, like you want to talk about hedging bets, make man, like that is, it's honestly a, a very smart and great way to be able to blend these ways to allocate your money and, and to put it in a, in a way to make your assets keep growing and to find like dip your toe into the crypto realm and see how like deep the rabbit hole goes, if you will. Well said, well said. Something I want to go back to that you brought up earlier and I want to unpack a little bit. So you've been in the crypto space since 2009. We are now, you know, you saw the first decade happen. Now we're in this next decade. So much has already happened this year in 2021. You've seen different bull cycles and how all that goes. What are some of the big lessons that you were able to take from the last decade and be able to bring it into what you're building at Equify? That's a tough question. There are so many lessons. On a personal level, I've learned to be desensitized to market movements. 
Because if you're constantly reacting to what the market is doing, that sensitivity is too stressful. I mean, then you really feel, okay, this is too volatile for me. And after you see, you know, one, two, three cycles, either based on, you know, Bitcoin halvings or the economics that go around bull and bear markets, you realize that this is so early. This industry is growing so fast and it's so early that as long as you have the wherewithal and the mindset to stay in it for a few years, you're going to end up better than where you were three years ago. Now, the challenge is a lot of people come in with get rich quick mindset. And then if they enter at the right time, it's great. They get rich quick. Like the people who came in at the end of last year are riding it and they're very happy right now. The people who came in yesterday or, you know, a month ago are a little uncertain because they don't know if it's going to continue or if it's not. So I think the number one lesson I learned is have a long-term plan. You know, if you want to build something, if you want to invest in the space, if you want to allocate some of your assets and wealth into it, don't look at it as monthly, quarterly, even yearly, look at it as where do I want to be in five years? And is this asset class, is this exposure, is this project I'm building going to allow me to get there? So that's number one thing. Number two thing is basically it's super early. And if you build something that's valuable to others, I mean, this goes for any industry, but you're going to see the rewards come really fast in crypto. So again, the mindset, I never started with, you know, I want to enrich myself approach because again, I had two exits long before blockchain was invented and, and did well for myself with the internet boom and even before that. So I come from a different perspective. But even if your goal is to be in a better place financially, if you don't start there, but if you start with how can I serve others, how can I bring value to other people, that's your starting point, you're going to be incredibly successful. If you look at the projects that brought value, brought access, brought opportunities to people who didn't have it using blockchain and uh, in a decentralized fashion, they're you know unicorns, they're billion dollar projects right now. But because their, their approach was, how can we change certain things and make it better for other people? And then you look at projects who were just focusing on how do we get wealthy ourselves, and those are gone. They don't exist anymore. Because either right. the people you know, couldn't build it, they didn't have the resilience to continue during the, the bear market, or outright they just took the money and ran, because that was their goal. Right. They, they wanted to raise some money better themselves. They did mission accomplished and they moved on. Those are not the type of projects, you know, that really help with the growth of the industry. So I hope if anyone wants to get into the space, they start with what problem can I solve? How can I help people? And if you start there again, the opportunities are limitless. Man, that was beautifully said. That was amazing definitely can tell that like you're refined through the years and have such a breadth of knowledge and been there. I've done that. It's amazing. Like it's, it's so reaffirming to hear you say that because 
I come on this show and like talk about that long-term horizon so often that I'm sure my audience sometimes gets sick of it. But to hear you say that in such like an eloquent way, very refreshing. Thank I you. definitely appreciate that feedback, man. Cause I, I agree. You got to play the long game in this. And I've spoken with a lot of people at this point and a lot of them say, I just wish I would have played the long game instead of trying to like get these quick hits or, you know, what, what have you. But again, thank you for that explanation. And Another question that I want to pose to you is, you know, as you look into the future, as Ekify is about to come into the world and, and Ekabank and, and the, the nice, beautiful blend that y'all have, you know, what are some things on the horizon that people should be looking out for? Well, I mean, I hope that we can blaze the trail and be pioneers and more projects like ours that connect untapped audiences follow suite. Again, it would be very lonely, although probably financially it would be phenomenal, but it would be very lonely if we were the only gateway in and out of DeFi in a licensed regulated manner. So on our end, with Equify platform, we're going to launch with four products, fixed rate, variable rate, interest rate swap to go from one to the other as needs change, and a yield harvester that allows us to get our ecosystem exposure to other projects, other pools, and allows them to have that access without learning about Polkadot or Solana or Avalanche or you name it. So that's the starting point. Once the platform is live and we see what the community wants, we're going to keep building. Those four right. products are going to be eight before the end of the year, probably, and then 24 by the end of next year, because we're not going to stop building. When I say... I like building stuff. I really mean it. Like I like building stuff that other people find useful. The satisfaction I find in that is more than anything else. So we want to grow the platform. We want to make sure Equify meets all the needs, both on the DeFi side and digital banking side of our users and, and stakeholders and constituents. Which direction it's going to take? Again, that's, uh, you know, when we say community powered, we really mean that. That's going to be the community. If someone comes and says, hey, in my region, we have this need and we know we can build it to serve that need. That's what we're going to do. Now, we do have a roadmap because we are blockchain agnostic and we want to have all the chains converge on Equify platform. So throughout the year, we're going to add different chains, different products, different bridges. That's always exciting because there's a you know, nice size of overlap between Ethereum community and BSC and Ethereum and this. But there's still those outliers who don't belong to both. And we want to be able to bring everyone onto the platform and create a home for them where all their financial needs, all their DeFi needs, all their banking needs can be serviced. Of course, you know, we can't solve everything for everyone. I understand that. But I'm very hopeful that we're going to create this nexus for a lot of people to be able to have the access they don't have. Industry as a whole, again, I really hope that we see more of these gateways into the space because I feel like the people who are not in crypto, it's never too late. A friend of mine always told me, you know, it is your time when you get in. It is your time when it's your time. It's never too late. But I do feel that we're getting to an inflection point where there are really large projects launching, really important projects launching this year and, and next year and coming online. And 
being a part of that journey for those newcomers, the freshly acquired minds and eyeballs is going to be similar to what I experienced uh, with Ethereum in right. 2015. So I would want people to have that experience. Now, if someone comes in in 10 years, are they going to be late? Absolutely not. They're going to come into a much more robust, much more mature environment. And maybe that's their risk profile. Maybe that's the best outcome for them, not to get into blockchain and, and crypto right now, but in 10 years when their retirement accounts offer it as a really high yield product or a service. So everyone's going to enter when they do. There's no right time or wrong time about it. But I think this current wave of institutional interest, as well as new blockchains coming online, as well as some very meaningful and impactful projects launching is a really good time to experience that excitement, experience that movement. And when things cool off and calm down a little, whether that's next year or the year after that, you at least live through that rush. No doubt. And thank you for hosting all of that out. I mean, the first four products sound very exciting. The fact that you're planning on having eight, hopefully by the end of the year, 24 by next year. I mean, that's, that's quite the roadmap. That is very ambitious. But like you said in an earlier statement, you want to be around projects that are building for the future. And it very much sounds like Ekify Eki Bank is building for the future. So I really do appreciate you spending some time with us, dropping all that amazing knowledge. I do want to ask you one final question, and that is, what is a final thought that you want to leave with all of our listeners here today? I guess do your homework. And that's going to sound a little out of nowhere, but we want people to understand what Equify stands for before they get involved or before they buy our tokens or before they interact with the platform. I like it when people ask questions and that's my investment thesis too. I invest in things that I understand. I build things that I understand and ideally I would use myself. And I invite everyone watching the show and maybe they're, you know, veterans of the DeFi space and they know where to get their information and you know they're set. Maybe they're less familiar with the space, less familiar with the projects, and they're watching and thinking, you know, maybe buy this token or that token. In general, a little bit of research and homework goes a long way before taking any action where there are going to be consequences. So if you want to just put something on your watch list, you don't need to do a lot of homework. You're just watching it. But if you're getting involved with the community, getting involved with the project, I think my message, and I find it very surprising that a lot of people don't do this, is do your homework. Ask questions. Try to meet with founders, not just for Equify, but any project you want to support or use or be a part of. And try to understand what you're getting into. Because if you do that, there's no bad project. There's no scam project. I mean, there may be some, but majority of the disappointment people experience in this space is because of lack of knowledge. And that is completely avoidable. Education is power. And it just takes a little bit of initiative and want to, and not going in blindly, but to know for yourself whether or not to know why you're, you're going in something other than like, oh, my friend said I should do this or, you know, it, to really know for yourself, like, okay, this makes sense to me because of ABC. And I really do think that's some amazing advice. And again, that's one of the main things we do here at Cryptocurrent, make sure we're bridging the gap between people knowing not a lot about crypto and blockchain without leeching the space like yourself. I appreciate all the knowledge you've been able to drop on us today because you dropped a ton 
Brad, what are some ways that people can connect with you and also learn more about Equify? I'm on Telegram. They can come to our channel. I'm there. They can direct message me. I'm Brad Yassar on Telegram. And on the Equify side, I invite everyone to check out the website, equify.com. You know, subscribe to the newsletter. We're going to start whitelisting people for platform access and next round of sale, probably in the next couple of weeks. So keep an eye out for it if that's of interest. And reach out on LinkedIn. We're pretty much present on most of the popular platforms. Obviously, our main channel is in Telegram and a lot of fun and interesting conversations there. But if they're curious about the project, I'd say join the Telegram group, the channel, maybe the announcement channel, and just drop us a line on the website because we're improving in updating the website almost weekly. And again, we're getting ready for a launch at the end of Q2, which is very exciting. And I want to give people enough time to ask those questions and get involved in ways that they would be interested in before the launch. Again, he just gave an open invitation, even gave his telegram out. So if you have questions, make sure you're engaging with the community. Make sure you reach out, you drop a line, get the information you need, because this sounds like an absolute amazing project. And again, Brad, I appreciate you joining us today. And of course, for everyone listening, stay CryptoCurrent. Hey, CryptoCurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey, and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from OMS21. Exciting info on crypto and what's going on in the industry. Love the energy Richard brings with the guests. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R Productions.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Cryptocurrent with Richard Cargon. We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay cryptocurrent. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Cryptocurrent. Just one quick reminder, Cryptocurrent is a cryptocurrency and blockchain education platform that's bridging the gap between the curious newcomers who are just discovering the space and the thought leaders who are shaping its future. 
All opinions expressed by Richard Carthon, the CryptoCurrent team, and their guests on this show are exclusively their own opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Richard, the team, and their guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or to follow his financial advice. This show and any other CryptoCurrent production is exclusively for informational purposes.